As I was coming today for this mass, someone asked me that, so Father, tonight who am I rooting for? I said, the Bears. <laughs> I say, oh, they're not in the Super Bowl. I say, oh, they're never there anyway. But as we come today, it's a wonderful time for us to come to worship our God, particularly thanking God for the past week, for the so many blessings we have in our lives. And also for those things, things that have not gone well, we ask for God's blessings, that the next week may give us the grace to face our challenges, our struggles with him. Today is a day whereby the question is that we're discussing is happiness. How do you find happiness? We know that every parent's dream is to see your children happy. If you ask a parent, how do you want your children to be when they grow up? I think it's obvious every parent wants to say, I want my kids happy. Because we know if they're happy, most likely they got it right. And if they're not happy, something went wrong. Yes, success is very good. Famous is, big, is also very good. But having success and being famous are useless if you're not happy. So how do we find happiness? Today, Jesus tells us how to find happiness. That tr true happiness is found when we have our trust in God. Yes, our culture teaches us that we can control everything. We can become everything we want. Jesus tells us, no, that's not true. But God can help us to become happy because he created us for himself. He made us to be happy in loving him and knowing God. So readings today from the first reading, we hear prophet Jeremiah. Jeremiah says, happy the person who trusts in God. And woe to the person who relies on human beings. Now, Jeremiah is not telling us not to trust our fellow human beings. He's not saying that. He says that our trust primarily should be in God and then hoping in God's promises. Trusting in God and hoping in his promises. Jeremiah lived in a time whereby the whole nation of Israel went through so many challenges, particularly from their enemies who used to come to attack them all the time. Babylon, Assyria, all those big empires. But anytime there was a war coming, the kings used to come make alliance with other kings. And God was saying, Jeremiah, they are trusting themselves, they're going to fail. And we know at the end of the day, they failed. They went to exile. But Jeremiah's message was telling them, turn to me and trust me, because I brought you out of Egypt, and they still care about you. So Jeremiah's message was, the nation had turned into idolatry. They're worshiping idols. So anything that comes before God is an idol. It can be a good thing, by the way. But once it becomes, takes the place of God in your life, it becomes an idol. God is telling you, nothing should come before me. I am a jealousy God. So today we see Jeremiah's message connected to Jesus' Beatitudes. The gospel read today is from the Gospel of Luke tells us the Beatitudes. Luke gives us four of the Beatitudes. Now, those of you who know your Bible, you know that Matthew gives us eight of the Beatitudes. But what's the difference we see today is how Jesus addresses the Beatitudes. He said, blessed are the poor. In other words, happy are the poor. But why, is this, why does it say happy are the poor? Not because poverty is a good thing. No one wants to be poor. 
but is telling us that poverty or a poor person is blessed because, first of all, he trusts in God. Yes, I may not have everything that as I want it to be, which is always a good thing. I always tell people, you know, sometimes when I pray, I thank God for the things I have and the things I do not have. Because I don't know why I don't have them. Maybe if I had them, I'd be a different person. But God knows why I don't have them. And when I'm thanking God, I thank the things I have and the things I don't have. He knows why I don't have them. So yesterday, I see the Beatitudes, Jesus telling us, blessed are the poor. What does this mean? He's not telling us, go and celebrate being poor. Oh, no, no. He says, to be poor must be your power to rely on God. You may be rich with material things, but still poor. That's the power he talks about. Knowing that everything I have is a blessing from God. That's the power he talks about. I don't rely on my account, on my health, on my wisdom, but on God who has blessed me with them because he knows I need them. So when he says blessed are the poor, all of us are supposed to be poor in that sense, relying on God. Your children are a blessing. Where are they from? A blessing from God. Your parents are a blessing from who? From God. They may not be the perfect parents you want to have, but guess what? God was not stupid to use them to be a blessing. You may hate your parents, so I hate my mom. Live with it. <laughs> the first blessing came through your mom. She may be the witch you call her to be. He may be the worst father in ever. It's okay. God used her to be the first blessing in your life. And he still uses her to bless you. So no matter how bad she may be, say, I wish I had a better mom. We don't choose them, okay? God made it the way that way. We deal with what we have. So today, God is telling us being poor means trusting and relying on God. Hungry. Blessed are the hungry. Hungry for the word of God. Hungry all the time to be said, say, I want more from God. I want to learn more from my God. Being hungry for God. Yes, we can all be starving someday, say, I need to eat, to eat something, which is fine. That's not what he's talking about. Hungry for Christ. Hungry for the word of God. So when we see all these things, God has given us power to make a difference. So if I know that I am hungry for God, it means there is someone else who's also hungry for God. God has given us the power to make a difference in people's lives. That's why I always say that at the end of the day, God is going to ask you, you and me, how did you use your power? How do you use your power to feed the hungry? How do you use your power to dress the naked? It's not about our positions and possessions. It's the power we have to make a difference. How can I be the Christ in the world? By using the power I have, no matter how small that power may be, how do I use it? And it's very easy. He says, feed the hungry. It doesn't tell us, go and cure the world hunger. That's what it tells us to do. By feeding one hungry person, we make a difference. That's how I am using my power. How are you using your power to welcome strangers, to dress the naked? And by doing that, we see that's all things Jesus did in his life. 
He lived the Beatitudes all his life. Just to get, open up any scripture. That's what he was doing all his life. He lived the Beatitudes. So as Christians, what's our message today? God is calling us to care about the things he cares about. So anytime we stop caring about things God cares about, we become irrelevant. That's why the church today is called to care about the things God cares about. Anytime we stop doing that, think of your marriages. What does God care about your marriage? About your relationship? About your church? So once we care about things God cares about, we are blessed. But anytime we stop caring about things God cares about, we become unhappy and miserable because we pursue our own agendas. So this Sunday, God is calling us to look in our marriage and ask ourselves, how is my marriage? How happy am I in my marriage? And what's preventing you to be happy in your marriage? What is that? Because if I ask you today, are you happy? That's a personal question. You have to answer it to yourself. Are you happy in your marriage? If not, why? Do you still care about the things God cares about in your marriage, in your relationship, in your children? Because the message is to be happy in God, and God wants us today telling us, blessed are you if you care about the things I care about. Let us pray for the blessings today, asking God for the grace. The way things have gone wrong, he always gives us his grace and forgiveness. And where we fail, he says, it's okay, start afresh. And where we've done well, we say, thank God, to give us the grace to keep up the good work. End of the day, the goal of our life is to know God, to love him, and to live happily with God and his children. The Lord be with you.